0: Pick how you are going to show up and you be the change you want to be. Know yourself well enough to know what it is you want and how you can get there. Don't wait around for somebody else to change because all you can control is you. If you want things to change, make it happen and take control and stop making excuses for why you can't be happy now or stop putting the blame on somebody else for why you aren't happy you get to control your life and get to show up in a way that feels right to you.
1: What's up, everybody? This is Matt here with the Husband-in-Law Podcast. This is where we share our stories of love, ex-love, marriage, ex-marriage, divorce, ex-divorce, and coming out of a closet that needed to be open, and so much more. This podcast is for those who are looking to up their relationship game by understanding first yourself, and then others, like your wife, your husband, and your wife's ex-husband on a whole new level. Welcome to the Husband-in-Law Podcast. Let's get this party started.
0: All right, you boldologists, it is that time. It is time for another solo interview or solo cast with Jessica. And this is probably one of my favorite things to talk about. And it is in my favorite month to talk about it because guess what? What? It is my birthday month, y'all. And yes, you heard that right. I celebrate for my whole birthday month. If you've been here for a hot minute, you know this is true and you know how the guys feel about this. But really, what this is about, and I want to make this clear about what celebrating my birthday month entails and what it means, because it goes along with the topic I am going to talk to you about today. And that is creating and living your best life. Now, when we think about this, we hear this all the time. I feel like it's out there all the time that we're saying, okay, if you want to live your best life, if you want to, you can create your best life, but what the heck does that really mean? And I'm going to use my birthday month as a small example of how I create my best life. So starting off, this is how the whole birthday month started. When Steve and I were dating, we um, started dating in February and a week before my birthday, Steve sent me roses to for a one-month anniversary gift. And I was like, what? Who is this guy? What is going on here? And it was so funny to me, but I loved it. And I thought, this is a week before my birthday. I am going to count this as the start of my birthday celebration. And so from then on, I celebrated a whole week of my birthday. And then starting a few years into our marriage, Steve got me a Mini Cooper. And... I decided, and it was just about a month before my birthday, and so I decided that I was going to celebrate the whole month of my birthday. And what that meant was that I was going to enjoy every little thing that happened my birthday month to its fullest and embrace it and have fun with it and make the most out of it. So it wasn't just about, it's not about other people doing things for me. It's not about expecting people to show up for me the whole month. It is about taking that month and making it what I want to make of it. I plan things that I want to do. I um, embrace little moments that happen more fully than I would have. So I acknowledge those moments and make the most out of them and make them a big deal. And I um, schedule special dates with friends. I try to do things that maybe I wouldn't normally do that month, but I embrace the month for me, and really make time for me. It's not that I'm selfish. It's not that I don't show up for my family. It's not that I throw all of my other things aside, but I just make the most of it and lean into it. And in doing this, it kind of helps me refocus on the things that are important to me. Okay, what were the things that I really wanted to do this month? And how can I take more of them into the month and the year? following this? How do I keep this momentum and being true to myself going throughout the year? So I want to explain another reason why this month is important to me or how you create your best life around my birthday. I'm going to share another instance. Um, When Steve and I got divorced and my birthday was rolling around, I remember thinking, okay, I don't have somebody this year that I would expect them to do something, right? Because when you're in a relationship, a marriage, whatever, you have a partner, you kind of feel like, oh, they're going to do something for my birthday and you kind of expect that and hopefully you have some expectations around that and have talked about that some um, so that you kind of, the other person kind of knows what you expect. But I was realizing, okay, I'm I'm on my own. like I have friends, I have family, I know they'll do stuff for me, but what do I want out of this month? I'm the only one that I'm expected to show up for. And so I am going to make the most of it. What is it I want to do? And that month, I decided that I was going to throw a party for my friends. And I made, I think, eight different types of chocolate desserts and invited everybody over that I could to come celebrate with me and have this fun night. And it wasn't about presents. It wasn't about any of that. It was just I wanted to be with people that I loved and that I enjoyed. And so I made that happen. I took the initiative and made it happen. I made all of the treats. I did all of the things and reached out like we had it at my mom's house because I was living in a teeny tiny house and just really took advantage of that time. And it was so much fun. And I just think it is so important that we lean into living in that mindset more often of this is my life, I am going to live up to my own expectations. I am going to create the life that I want. I am going to make things happen instead of sitting around and waiting for things to happen in my life. Um, And I've done this throughout my life because I want to show up for myself. I am the person that will show up for myself. I am the person that is going to make things happen. I am the person that knows what it is I want. And so therefore, I should be the one going to get it. Yes, it is wonderful that we have people that support us and help us along the way. And I fully lean into utilizing them and also showing up for them as well, right? But when you show up for yourself, then you have more energy and excitement to show up for other people because you're not feeling bitter or angry or disappointed because things didn't go the way they they planned or you planned. You get to then take that and run with it and do more. So I have some things I've written down of ideas of how to help you start thinking about living your best life and how to create that life. So what the heck does this actually mean and how can you do it? These are the tips I'm going to share with you. I'm going to share tips with you on how to do that. So first and foremost is to stop making excuses and stop putting the blame somewhere else. And this is so key, you guys, to living up to a life that you want and creating a life that you want. You have to stop making the excuses for why things aren't going the way you want them to. Life is never go the way you expected it. It's never going to work out perfectly. You're going to have to pivot. You're going to have to change. But that doesn't mean you can't find joy. You can't find happiness now. You can't make those things. So stop making excuses and placing blame. I hear women all the time who are like, well... That's fine, and that works for you, but if my husband or my spouse or my partner would just do this thing, then it would be okay. Then I would be fine. And here's the truth, that once they make those changes, you guys, that thing that you're waiting for them to change, that one thing that you think is gonna magically make everything better, it's not going to. If they change it, it's not going to magically make things better because you haven't created the change you need at that time to be okay in this situation. So take back some control. Think about okay, why isn't this relationship working for me? Why isn't this situation working? And how can I take control of it? How can I show up for myself? How can I show up for my family? And how can I take ownership and start making the most of the situation? And sometimes in this process, you are going to find that maybe this relationship or this thing that you're doing isn't what you want And therefore, you need to pivot. You need to change directions. You need to determine um, either that you can show up in the relationship a different way and find happiness, or maybe the relationship isn't for you. And I'm not just talking about spousal partnerships, relationships, whatever. I am talking about any type of relationship. When I mention relationships, I want you to think about all of your relationships. If you keep saying, well, if this person would just stop doing this or if they would just do that, then it would be a good relationship. Or um, justifying what they're doing to make it sound like it's a healthy relationship, also not okay. Pick how you are going to show up and you be the change you want to be. Know yourself well enough to know what it is you want and how you can get there. Don't wait around for somebody else to change because all you can control is you. If you want things to change, make it happen and take control and stop making excuses for why you can't be happy now or stop putting the blame on somebody else for why you aren't happy. You get to control your life and get to show up in a way that feels right to you. Now, I know that there are things that go into this, that there are things you have been taught, there are beliefs you have held on to that keep you sometimes from living the life that you want to live. Like You keep feeling, I mean, and I'm going to use divorce as an example here. And I am not saying I am not supporting divorce. I am not saying anybody should get divorced, but I am saying that sometimes we stay in a spousal relationship, in a partnership that is not serving us, that is damaging longer than we should because we believe that divorce is wrong and that we don't want our children to live in a home that has a broken home, as we call it. First of all, if you leave your spouse, your home isn't necessarily broken. I don't consider my family broken. I consider my family to be whole and to be functioning. And yes, we have our issues and we have our mess ups and we have our slip ups, but that does not mean that we aren't bringing the most important things into our children's lives. And that's security and safety. And we're showing them relationships that work instead of relationships that don't work and how to put boundaries around the relationships that don't work. How do you show up with an ex that that you don't agree with, that you don't get along with, and make those things work. You get to then show your kids how to protect themselves and how to protect the other people in the relationship. So stop using excuses to keep you from moving forward. If you are in a situation that doesn't serve you and that isn't going to serve you, figure out how to get yourself out of that situation or to make it work for you when you're staying. And I often go back to this as well of when Matt and I were first married and how I had to decide how I was going to make this relationship work for me without Matt changing because Matt was struggling and I was struggling and I knew I couldn't change Matt, but I knew I could change myself. And so I took ownership and I decided, okay, I can change these different things. I can change the story I'm telling myself about these different things. And even if Matt doesn't change, I can find happiness in this relationship if I want to. And if By changing this, I don't find happiness. Then it is the time to leave. Then it is time to leave the marriage. But as I changed... Matt changed because he felt more safe showing up the way he wanted to show up because I was showing up in a way that felt right to me. It gave him this permission almost to show up as himself. And that's what we have to focus on and realize is that as we start doing the things for ourselves, it gives the other person permission to do the things for themselves. And you get what is called an interdependent relationship instead of a codependent relationship. We could talk all about that another time. So stop making excuses and putting blame elsewhere. Take ownership, do the things and take your expectations and take ownership of those and live up to them. Make them happen for yourself and don't just expect somebody else to fulfill those expectations for you. Now, a big part of this is being honest with yourself and knowing what it is you want. And I know you guys have heard me say this over and over and over again, is that you have to know what it is you want so that you know where you're going. And while, yes, you... you Again, things will change, things will pivot, whatever. You need to have an idea of what it is you want. What are your core values? And not just, I value love, I value honesty. You need to have a whole sentence around those, a whole statement that says what you value and is more in-depth than that. I want you to understand what it is you want on a deeper level. And if you go, I have a a whole worksheet that can help you figure this out, a free workbook actually that helps you dig into knowing what it is you really want so that you can change the stories around that and figure out how to show up for yourself in these situations. But the key thing is, is you have to be Honest with yourself. You have to be so honest with yourself. You have to humble yourself and be open to understanding that maybe you were wrong about something. Maybe you've been trying to convince yourself that what you really want. Isn't what you want. You have to understand where it is you need to create change to make the relationship work. Your partner, your friend, your family member might have some blaring thing that you're like, oh, this thing is so huge and I just need them to change it. Again, I just want them to change. But when you are honest with yourself, you will find that there are things you need to change, right? There are things you need to do differently. And the more you take ownership with them, the easier it is for the other person to take ownership of their issues as well. So I want you to be honest with yourself in what it is you want, what values you hold, um, and what those real values are. So one of the examples of this, when I say not just saying like, oh, I value, I value health. Um for me when I say I value health I think to myself I value my body and what it does for me. I respect my body and want to show up for it and so I am going to take care of it by moving it as often as I can um and putting foods into it that fuel it and that also feel good. Like I'm not going to deny it from having Things that also just feel good to my body and soul. And so that is what I mean when I talk about knowing your values and not just using like a one word answer around your values, but having a statement behind that value of what you really value. I value loving myself and other people. I value loving myself to the point that I can make a safe space for other people to show up as themselves as well. I love myself therefore I am going to listen to myself. I am going to listen to myself so that I show myself I am of worth, of worth. We can focus on these values and make them bigger things so that there is more at the core we're including our why statements around those and not just, uh, well, I va—I value honesty. Well, why do you value honesty? What is it that makes you want to value that? How do you show up honestly in your life? Start asking yourself some of these questions around your values so that when you get in a situation where you have to make a decision about how honest am I, how, how much do I really value loving myself, that you can show up for yourself, that you can make that decision in that moment that is going to help provide for you, that is going to be true to that value, that's going to lean into that value wholeheartedly and help you continue forward. So in this step, you have to be honest with yourself and you have to know what it is you really want. When Steve and I were getting divorced, I remember we were in this weird situation. We'd been separated. It was close to Penny's birthday and we had had, these plane tickets bought for a work trip that Steve had in uh, Washington, DC. And we were going there to visit my brother and my parents were going to meet us there. And we, at this point, were separated, but um, we all still had to go. Like, well, and we all still wanted to go. We still wanted to make the trip out to see my brother. And then Steve was still going to be there because he had this work trip. And we lived, I mean, Steve was living in Oklahoma and I was living in Boise, so I wasn't going to deny him that opportunity to see his daughter there, especially since it was close to Penny's birthday. And I remember at one point I ended up going and staying at the hotel with Steve. Steve got me a separate hotel room and Penny and I went and stayed there because it was just a lot. There was a lot of emotions during during this visit. And I remember sitting there thinking, okay, well, Stephen and Penny were taking a nap, and I was reading some books. and i I was scared. And I was sitting there looking at these two people that I loved so much. And I was like thinking, "Well, what is my fear around this now? Like this situation, this relationship is changing. And I have to figure out what it is I really want. And I just kept thinking, what fear are you holding around this, Jessica? What is holding you back from living into your values in this? Because I did value love. I valued um, Steve being able to see his his self-worth through our divorce and understanding that he was still a good person and vice versa. I wanted that for me too. And so I had to think, okay, what, What is my fear around this and how do I show up true to myself around my values? And it came down to the fact that I was afraid of how this might look for my daughter, how this was going to impact Penny. And I remember thinking, it's going to be okay. Because I valued the things I did. And I just had to lean into those values to show her how to love herself, to show her how to love other people who um choose different lifestyles than we do, who are living different lives and doing different things than than we are, and that that's okay. They're allowed to do that. Those are those choices. And I remember thinking, She's just going to be stronger because of this. She is going to be more open to other people. She's going to be more loving and she is going to embrace these values that I hold so dearly even more than I will because she gets this experience. And that fear was taken away. But it was in that fear and addressing that fear that I was able to figure out what it is I really wanted and how I needed to continue forward in our divorce. So sometimes when you're struggling to see what it is you want or be honest with yourself, lean into or start thinking about what it is you're afraid of. What is this thing that you're carrying fear around and how can you release that fear? How can you let that go so that you can keep moving forward? And so I encourage you when you're thinking about what it is you want, maybe that's one of the questions you need to ask yourself is, what am I afraid of? And then after you figure that out, you need to take action, right? You can't just sit around uh, once you know what it is you want, and once you stop making excuses, you can't just think, All right, well, I did that. That was great. I stopped making the excuses and I was honest with myself and I know what it is that I want. You now have to take action. You have to be bold enough to take the action and continue forward. And it's not easy and it can be scary, but it is worth it. When you lean in to doing the thing that is calling your heart, when you show yourself that you are of value because you are willing to do this thing, you instill in yourself more self-worth. You find more joy. You get to do the things you want to do. And the more you do it, the more you hear yourself talking and the more you get to continue forward in living this life and creating this life you love. So you have to take action after you've done these other things. Now, I want to focus on one thing that inhibits so many of us from living our best life, and doing the things that are calling to us personally, and that is comparing. Now, we compare ourselves to not just other people, but we also compare ourselves to where we think we should be or what we should have or where we should be going. I think about this, you know, in my life, and I'll use some examples from my own life of where I felt I should be, right? I shouldn't be divorced. I should be I should have a different relationship with Matt's wife. I should have a different relationship with my stepkids. I should have more kids. I always wanted more kids. And that's not what I was given in life. I was given my one little girl and my two stepkids. And that is more than enough, right? I can embrace that this is the life I've been given and find the joy in that moment instead of focusing on the fact that, yes, I wanted more kids, But now I get the opportunity to love on these kids that I've been given and embrace the relationships I get with them instead of dwelling on what could have been or the maybes or what I should have had. And when we start leaning into that, when we stop comparing ourselves to other people and stop comparing ourselves to where we thought we would be or where we should be, we get to embrace the life we have now. And this is so hard for so many of us. We get stuck in this vicious cycle of comparing ourselves and we lose focus of what we actually have and what we get to do and what we get to embrace in this life now. We get different opportunities than we thought we were going to have in the life we we previously imagined for ourselves. But when we get to let go of that and we mourn that life and then we move forward, we get to have so much more. We get to find more joy. We get to find joy in new ways. We get to love in new ways. You guys, this is something I bring up all the time, is I have learned so much about love because I was willing to change my thinking around divorce and around um, the relationship I have with my stepkids and with Matt Sacks and with all of these things. I get to love in new ways and ways I didn't think were possible And I'm sorry, you cannot have too much love in your life. It will not look the way you thought. And that is the beautiful thing is you get to experience love in a totally new way. And there is so much more love to go around. And the thing that happens as you do this, as you let more love in, is that you get to love yourself in a new way, in a way that brings more joy, more happiness, more peace and more comfort into your life. And so I really encourage you to embrace that, to find the ways that you get to love and stop comparing yourself to where you thought you should be or where somebody else is because this is your journey and your experiences that you get to embrace and make the most out of. So when you think of living your best life and creating a life you love, I want you to think about the fact that you need to stop making excuses and stop putting the blame on other people. It isn't going to get you anywhere. It doesn't allow you to take control of your life and it puts you in that victim mentality. Um, So stop doing it. It also leads towards a codependent relationship and you do not want a codependent relationship. You want an interdependent relationship. So stop making excuses and stop putting the blame. Be honest with yourself in knowing what it is that you want face the fear that is holding you back. And maybe you need to address the fear to know what it is you really want. What is the fear you're holding? And ask yourself that because often that'll tell you where you want to go and what you're striving to be and where what it is you really want in life. So be honest with yourself in knowing what it is you want. Take the action. Do the bold thing. And when I mean bold, I mean do the thing that brings peace and joy and calm to your heart. It looks different for everybody. It doesn't mean that you're loud. It doesn't mean that you're colorful. It doesn't mean that you're in somebody's face. It doesn't mean that you're outspoken. It means that you are bold in showing up to life how it feels right for you. And then last, stop comparing. And maybe I should have put in this first, this is an exact order. This is just ideas of how you can live and create a bold life. But stop comparing yourself to other people. There's no point in doing that. It's not going to get you anywhere to compare yourself to somebody else or to where you thought you would be or what you thought your life would be. Let that go, move forward and embrace where you are now and the joy that you get to have now and the love that you get to experience now. Um, I wanted to tell you guys about a few things that I have going on this month because it is my birthday month. And I am going to make the most of it. Like I said, I'm not expecting anybody else to show up for me in my birthday month, but it's about me creating what I want out of this month. And one of the things that I really wanted for this month was to be able to give back to you guys. And so I am giving away this month some of my favorite things if you follow us on Instagram or if you are in our email list, then you will be up to date on all of this and you will receive the announcements and how you can win some of our favorite things. They're going to be super easy things, nothing big or crazy that I want you to do. You're not going to have to go follow 15 people on Instagram, but it's really just something that I want to do to be able to connect with you and engage with you. And I am going to be giving away my favorite things this month. Some of them are bigger, some of them are small, but all things that mean a lot to me and that I think you might enjoy as well. So go pay attention to that. Either follow us on Instagram at husband in law or um, go and join our email list. There'll be a link in our bio that you can join up. It'll be sign up for our newsletter and always send in there just so you know is I send you, I have a monthly theme that I talk about tips of how to live into that monthly theme. Last month was um, self-care and self-love ways that you can show yourself self-care, and self-love. And these aren't just your typical ways of self-love. They go beyond The just day-to-day that we talk about of like um, going for a walk or getting a manicure or a pedicure or whatever it is that speaks to you, it, it goes more in depth than that. So this month we will have a new theme and I have that written down somewhere and I can't think of it right now. Otherwise, I would tell you what it was. But each month there's a theme for that. And then also we send out notifications for when an episode has dropped. And sometimes I include in there some juicy details about the episode that we weren't comfortable sharing on air so you can sign up for that as well to get that newsletter. You will be up to date on all of our giveaways. You will be up to date on anything else we are doing if you want to join that. And then also, I have my free live lesson coming up at the end of this month, just two days before my birthday. It is on March 27th. It is the only live lesson we are doing this month. And in that, I will be doing some giveaways as well. So if you've been on the fence about signing up for that, this is the night to do it. It's going to be fun. I will still be doing a a full training about setting boundaries and protecting your sense of self but I will also be giving you some awesome stuff along the way and you will have chances to win things. I love I do these so that you can still interact and engage if you want to you do not have to but I love it when people are on there and talking and sharing and it just creates a great community and that is what we want to do we want to create a community. So go sign up there um, you can also find us or find me in my Facebook group, The Bold Action Takers. I'd love to have you there. And as always, if you leave us a rating and review, we super appreciate it. It makes a huge difference. Or even share this episode on social media and tag us so that we see it and we can show you some love back. But we really appreciate it when you share this and share your takeaways from it, um, either in a rating and review or on Instagram or Facebook or wherever you like to do social media. We would love it if you would share there, and especially this month, I would love it if you put that out there. We are so close to getting over 300 ratings and reviews, and I would love it if we could get there this month. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I need to tell you guys. I hope that you learned something from this week's podcast episode, and I hope that it resonates with you to go create a life you love. My life has not gone as planned, guys, as you know, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while you understand that it has been a very rocky road and here's the deal is i i have been able to find a lot of joy throughout my life and It has really come from leaning into these things that I'm talking about and sharing with you. And that is the whole reason I share them is because I want you to be able to create that happiness and joy and love and peace and all of those things in your life. If you are struggling to find them, if you are thinking, man, this sucks, like life is just not what I wanted it to be, I want you to think about how you can make it better take back the control. There is joy and peace and comfort in finding that control and listening to yourself and showing up for yourself. And I hope that you will move forward in doing that. And I also hope that you will connect with us outside of here, email us back, um, go drop us a message on Facebook or Instagram, go leave us that rating and review. And I will see you next week with the gentlemen. We will be back to normal next week.
1: Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Husband-in-Law. All right, now we have a challenge for you. We challenge you to go give someone a huge hug or send a simple gratitude note who needs to receive it specifically from you. If you've enjoyed this episode and you haven't subscribed yet, please be sure to do so now. Also, don't forget to give us a review. We read every single one of them. Until next time, keep striving to make your relationship the best it can possibly be.